0: are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host, Sean Gammer, here with me, as usual, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And, well, hey, we are here doing another episode. Today, we're going to give more in-depth about Lack of Dragon Infinite Wealth, since Mark's been playing quite a lot. He's uh, been playing some Tekken 8 as well. And we'll definitely get into that uh, Sony State of Play that just happened on uh, Wednesday. Uh, some games that are getting delisted, what that means. The rumor of a whether it's a PlayStation Vita 2 or some other non-remote play-infused portable for PlayStation and how true it could be. And some various other things that are going to be talked about on this show all right, so let's quickly get this uh, out of the way here. Uh, we got the housekeeping. If, you, if it's the first time you're watching or listening or you 100th time watching or listening, we appreciate you. Thank you uh, so much. You can watch us live on Fridays. We're actually an hour earlier than we normally are. Uh, usually uh, we're recording around 12.45. Uh, today we're recording at 11.45 in the morning. Uh, so about an hour difference. Uh, Mark has a little personal thing to get to. So we are going to be discussing all the stuff I talked about earlier. But if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you don't just get what we do here. Video Games to the Max, you get all of our entertainment stuff. So anytime that there's a show, a TV show, a movie, all of that, um, there's usually some kind of review pretty quickly of it. So you guys definitely want to subscribe if you're a big uh, entertainment Person, because uh, we, we do uh, a lot of that stuff. We also do anime, uh, the Otaku Cafe guys, they review pretty much any new anime that comes out. Uh, so definitely uh, go check out that show. And if you just want to listen with your ears on podcasts, you can do that too. Uh, wherever your podcasts are to subscribe to whatever show you want. Video Games against the Max Otaku Cafe or Rideship Broadcasting, and you get all that stuff right there. So Let's go ahead and I guess start off with the biggest news, quote unquote, the state of play from Sony. I thought this was actually a pretty good show, all things considered. They showed the things they told you they were going to show. They had some interesting uh, surprises in there. I know, look, I get it. If we live in the uh, Twitter world, X world, everybody saw the leak. And so therefore it is not a surprise, right? It has to be this super unannounced thing that nobody knew about, and therefore, if it's not that, it sucks. I think that's really unfair, and people are just have these expectations that are uh, ridiculously through the roof sometimes for these shows. And I and I kind of get that, but it's like not everything is going to be this this crazy a show, and there are still some some uh, great things in here. I mean, I guess let's start with the stuff that we knew they were going to show. Uh, they showed Stutterblade Blade. Aside from Death Surrounding 2*, Sutherland got the longest trailer I think out of anything that was here. Did you uh, feel any different, more enthused for the game after watching it, or kind of the same? I mean,
1: it looked good, you know. I feel like Bayonetta, or you know, something like that. I did find I find some of the discourse about the main character kind of funny. Like, I mean, what
0: did you expect? Right. People d- apparently don't have this. Uh, they don't. They don't hide their. They're feeling, you know, after the whole 2B thing. Yeah. I don't think when you have a care, when they're obviously trying to, it feels like take from near automata, uh, Scarlet Nexus, Bayonetta. You could probably add in a few more games in there. Right. Uh, People are going to focus on that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I I mean, I I like the game. Uh, I've been excited for the game, but I think this trailer kind of really um, helped with that because. I think it's easy to just get hyped up on the action stuff, right? And just yeah. say, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, there's Bayonetta stuff in here or whatever. But like, I like when they actually tell you what you're going to be doing aside from the obvious, right? And we got that here. Maybe there's a little bit more than I thought. Like, they actually are trying to tell a story, it seems like. in this. Uh, I wonder how long it actually is.
1: Well, it's a foolish endeavor. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um yeah i get it probably for like the wide audience uh seeing more story stuff than the action stuff may have kind of uh poo-pooed that a little bit but I, that's cool I, i'm glad we got to meet some more of the characters and all that stuff which that's where i got the scarlet nexus vibes some of the characters yeah. here kind of look like that but um yeah so i thought celebrate showed really well and i think for the most part that's the big game you're looking forward to when you get to to april um, yeah, plus
1: that's like a soon, you know, it's not like Oh, it's coming winter You know, this year or anything So yeah, there's a few months off
0: Yeah, I mean, it's good It's good that there are some When you had so many things that either were Far out Or just didn't have release dates at all Um
1: uh, yeah.
0: It's good that they did have some things That have uh, release dates uh, So they kind of did the same With like Rise of the Ronin where they showed you a little bit of like what the traversal is going to be like, some of the gameplay, uh, that kind of thing. Any different thought? You know, were you excited to pick this up at all or, or did you just do anything? Uh, it still
1: looks good. I mean, uh, you know, this looks like more. I mean, it sounds obviously the same era, but like Ghost of Tsushima sitting away right. later era. <laughs> I think it's funny that like Tsushima and this thing, you know, have pretty much eaten out, eaten any hope for me for like you know the asian assassins creed that they're still trying to do yeah, yeah. now you're now you're like they were trying to do
0: assassin's creed with all the the rope grapple and the way you get through yeah the gadget things. yeah yeah
1: so yeah like what, what way to be current uh you know ubisoft <laughs> right i you've been saying that
0: there's so many there's uh between this and ghost of and a you know some others that they're kind of behind on. uh Do you think that I feel like the combat might be more like a toned down version of Dark Souls or Sekiro, whatever? I, it doesn't look like to me that it's uh trying to be uber hard, but maybe that's just from looks.
1: I mean, I'm sure there are there are harder encounters and stuff, but yeah, it looked you know approachable at least. You know, we'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah, like a mixture between like it's not Musu combat, but it's also not you know Sekiro combat either. Uh, which i think helps make it more approachable um yeah yeah, my issue is more of this is coming out why does this have to come out march 22nd you promoted another game in here that also comes out the same day which is not you know uh being promoted by one of your studios um it's like i don't know (laughs) what what are we trying to do here it's like there's other dates in the year even like a week later would have helped i don't know Um, But I guess that's their decision. Uh, I thought this looked good. I think uh, Koi Tecmo kind of has that legacy of they're much more gameplay focused. Their games don't always look amazing or whatever, but, you know, at least they play well.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have uh, that than, you know, a great looking game that plays awful. (laughs)
0: Yep, that's true. I think we kind of had an idea that they might show something Death Stranding 2 related, but they didn't, you know, say it beforehand. I've watched some uh, recap videos of the first game because I don't I don't know when I'll ever. For one, the director's cut has to go on sale for me to even think about playing, it. I'm not playing the original with the traversal that takes thousands of hours. Um, uh, guess what? I, the
1: director's cut doesn't exactly fix any of that. I mean, stuff. it does
0: <laughs> have like the vehicles and stuff that help, you know. Yeah, um, but they, I mean,
1: that, even that stuff isn't the first game. Some of that stuff isn't the first game. They just added like a few more vehicles. But it's not right, but then you. they
0: have it to where it's not necessarily locked so much to oh, well, you have to be at this part of the game, or it like yeah, it gets you more might,
1: freedom. That right? might be a little more opened up, but
0: yeah. Um, this the trailer is nuts, it's it's like almost 10 minutes. Uh, I don't know, like at first, before I saw you know the, the recap of the first game, I was just like, I have no idea what is going on here. Uh, you know, people that complain that Kingdom Hearts is uh is crazy. I think this is equally just as as nuts, and yeah, so uh, but I, I'm Hearts all for is, it, you know. <laughs> Kingdom
1: Hearts is like nine games, and it's just the one or the second one, so <laughs> right.
0: But there's just so much going on here. It's
1: it's it's
0: definitely uh, crazy, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. I, also, the the fact that she has like gloves that are like apparently sentient, they move by themselves, and it's kind of like, well, okay, whatever. But it's yeah, part, like it's
1: all part of the network. That you just keep saying that over and over, and that. Is everything yeah <laughs> but i mean it looks good
0: i was hyped up um the guy with the 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 crazy guitar blade or whatever at the end uh yeah, fighting a robot that's pretty awesome yeah mm-hmm. looking like the joker yeah i thought that was one of the games that definitely when you're when you're done with this showcase you're definitely thinking about oh my god this Stranding too you thought the first one was nuts look at what they're doing with this one you know that shown well for me what did you think about them bringing Kojima out to announce something that is, like, probably for the PlayStation 6 uh, with that, what is it called? Fizz, it it look, The name of it is, like, if I was going to a college class, uh, Fizz Int. Yeah. What, I don't what know if did you would be for
1: a PlayStation yeah. 6. I mean, but because he has, like, this training, and then he has the Xbox game. Right. And And now he has this thing. I mean, who knows how long... Well, and
0: then he said they're not going to start working on it until Death Stranding 2 is out. So this is not out till 2025. We don't know when in 2025. Then he's going to start working on that game. We don't even know where the progress is for that OD game that he's doing with Jordan Peele. He once right. again said that he wants to break barriers between movies and uh, gaming. And I'm like, he's okay. Still, yeah. He
1: he still wants to be like a film director and that'll never happen <laughs>
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is not going to be like a totally a game like the OD thing. Maybe it's more of like a game and also a movie and you're not playing it for big parts of the time. So maybe it won't take that long uh, yeah. to make. That's still um, incredible that <laughs> that guy is, feels like he's got so many projects going on uh, at the same time and how he's able to balance that all. We'll, we'll definitely see how that works out. Uh, for me, the game that I, I was like, I went from, I don't know to, I think I really want to get this is uh, Judas
1: yeah, after I saw this.
0: But, yeah, basically uh, Ken Levine doing Bioshock again, but still it looked awesome, and uh, and I, I like the whole, I guess you can call it Truman Show aspect of everybody's being watched and recorded and
1: yeah, all that I guess. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. What did you think of it, it? I
1: mean it looked fine. It looked kind of you know, it looked it did it did look somewhat derivative of uh you know Bioshock, especially that when you're flying through, like the window gets busted open and you're like flying yeah. through. It's like, yeah, that reminds me of Bioshock too, like when the big sister cut the window in Rapture like that in that one sequence. Uh it looked fine, I thought. Uh yeah, the the enemies look cool too, the
0: different ones. Like yeah, the, the robot. Enemies
1: you mean to tell me your your game of the show wasn't Sonic Shadow Generations. <laughs> no, but that was the next thing I was going to ask you about was
0: uh, hey, you're getting a remaster of uh, Sonic Generations and you're getting a, an extra story with Shadow. So what's everyone's favorite. There?
1: No, I, there's a lot uh, of people that love Shadow, though. I mean, yeah, they're called furries. <laughs> uh, OK, fair enough. <laughs> the, the problem. Wait, you're
0: not a shadow fan. You're a Sonic. You're not a shadow
1: fan. Yeah, because Shadow is dumb. Like, uh, the problem with that trailer, well, first of all, Sonic Generations like was like only like one third of a good game. Like once they got past like the Sonic Three part, and they got into like more modern Sonic games, it's like okay, now this is terrible. And then they're like, oh, we're gonna have all all the levels from you know all the hit levels from Shadow the Hedgehog, and I I was like, name one hit level from a Shadow the Hedgehog game. Well, like, I think know, it's supposed for, to
0: be new. Like, it's just, like, a brand new story that they're putting in. I know. I,
1: thought, I I read it with something like, you're going through, like, his past now as well. Yeah, that too, yeah. And it's like, what past? Like, that's the problem. Like, he doesn't, you know, he's so manufactured. I mean, I, I think we should also
0: remember that there's a pretext here as well of the movie that's yeah. coming out, like, at the end of the year. So they kind of want to get people that aren't familiar so much with Shadow to... Hey, here's a game where you can play as Shadow. Here's everyone's favorite character, <laughs> and then watch him in the movie that that comes out. Um, I don't know why they needed to say autumn 2024. Like uh, it's fall 2024, not descriptive enough. I don't like.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but yeah, that's it, cool that that got its moment there. Um, Dave the diver getting Godzilla. That was uh, cool. I thought um, I really like Dave the Divers, so cool that it's coming to PlayStation.
1: Um, and so it's that V Rising game, yeah, or the V, v Rising not, game. Probably when that hits like version one point one oh, then that'll come out to PlayStation.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, probably. Um, the other, I guess, big thing to talk about here is uh, the you got the Silent Hill short message game, yeah, uh, that was like unannounced. It was uh, just free to play. A, hey, it's out there now kind of thing and then they showed off the latest Silent Hill 2 uh remake trailer and a lot of talk about this one uh some saying it's too much like Resident Evil now that it doesn't feel like Silent Hill it's clunky it doesn't look great like what did you think about this? Uh, I I
1: can take a few of those first of all it, yeah it's trying to be Resident Evil first of all Silent Hill's always been a Resident Evil derivative so Without Resident yeah. Evil, you wouldn't have Silent Hill, so you can stop that right I mean, that's very
0: true. I think people forget about that. Like, maybe they didn't have the same type of... Maybe they are taking more from the remakes now, or whatever, but, like, why wouldn't you, though, right? Like, people yeah, thing. like those you're games.
1: To, you're trying to take something from, the, you know, one of the most popular and beloved games, especially recently, when, you know, the past 10 years of Silent Hill games have been pretty mired in darkness, pardon the pun. Yeah. So yeah, of course they're trying to take stuff from Resident Evil. They wanna be they want to sell this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, I mean uh it also yeah, the combat did look clunky, but I'm just like, Yep, that's a silent hill game. Like combat yeah. in those games has always been shit. So <laughs>
0: is that I mean, yeah, I think people should remember that. Um mm-hmm. that it's not like this masterful, uh smooth experience. It's um you know, I saw just Look, I, I also get it that like Blooper Team uh doesn't necessarily have the greatest record with uh oh my god, the game looks graphically amazing or whatever, but they look good for what the genre is and what they're trying to do with those games, yeah. right? Like Layers of Fear has its own style. Um, maybe the medium wasn't the best, like first Series X exclusive to put out there when you're trying to showcase the system, but hey, I remember it from the style that it has. You know? um, right. Yeah, exactly. Radius right? does the same thing. You know, you can't say this is Silent Hill that you loved and then say the gameplay that's clunky. Silent Hill always played clunky. Exactly. Yep. Uh, just like you said. So, I mean, people need to uh, – I think it's people that haven't played the games that are looking at it from the perspective of Resident Evil and Alan Wake 2 and all that and, and going, oh, why doesn't it play like this? Well, that game is not those games. So –
1: we should. Yeah, uh, I mean, it never did. So, yeah,
0: I mean, <clears throat> there's some other uh, smaller stuff in here as well, but I think overall this was a really good say to play. Uh, well, and that means, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
1: The uh, two things I'll say, I joked with you. I'm gonna download that Silent Hill thing so they, before they yank it off the stores like they do with PT. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't. Until Dawn looked pretty nice actually, like the PS5 mm-hmm. kind of version. The two, the two things, other things. I thought Metro VR actually looked kind of cool. Yes. And, and I'm
0: sad because I really like the Metro games, and I'm not gonna get a VR thing. Yeah. So. And
1: that other VR thing, I forget what it was called with the skeletons. Uh, legacy. Um I'll, I'm
0: looking at it right here. It's uh it's called Legendary Tales. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. That thing looked the most embarrassing. Early thing I can think. It of.
0: is. It's it's been out on the axis for two years already.
1: Like, I, I looked at that thing and I'm like, you know, the old the old CGI show reboot had had an episode of skeletons from 25 yeah. years ago, and I that mean, more maybe isn't. Impressive.
0: Can't you say that's the art style they're going for though?
1: What having the skeleton have like four, you know, four frames of animation, or you know, be as primitive as yeah. possible.
0: I mean, I don't want to crap on it because I haven't played it and it is in early access. And I understand Sony wanting to like look at a game this popular on Steam VR and say, okay, let's put it over here. Uh, yeah. I should also mention that Metro game is not exclusive. It's on I think MetaQuest and Steam VR as well. So um yeah, I mean I think but that's also good on PlayStation's part. I think the important part is to get games onto your VR. So yeah. that you don't have to support it because you're so crazy about having exclusives for the thing. I think as long right. as you give games to people that already have the system, maybe you'll get people to go buy the PSVR2 if it ever goes on a big sale or whatever, like we did with the first one. Yeah. Um, I have no room at all uh, to be able to use the thing, so I have no uh, no like actual reason to get it for myself. But you know, maybe you will, or or other folks will just. I'm also in that mind of we're starting to I think we're starting to get to like the peak of the VR thing. And it's I don't know how much more to the masses it's going to get than what you got with the MetaQuest 2. quite Honestly, unless unless Apple does something ridiculous with that Vision Pro and totally puts it into a new sphere and shows that people are willing to spend which you could spend on a down payment for a car on a VR headset, which I doubt. But we'll see uh, how that goes um yeah i think to wrap it up really good state of play um i i really don't see the whole people getting upset about we didn't get huge surprises or whatever i think this is actually good from playstation don't show me a game that's not com look i know kojima did it but don't show me a game with just a title bar that's not coming out for like five years or whatever show me what's coming soon right or soonish, yeah. and and that's enough uh right you know. There's a yeah, plenty of games that are going to come out this year. We still don't know what's happening like after uh, Stellar Blade, but I guess they have time. Let us know that. So, right. Uh, let's switch gears here to uh, talking about uh, the, I guess, the one game we're both playing. Uh, or do August? Oh, you want to start? Do you have much to say on Tekken?
1: Or uh, it seemed a little more approachable than the last ones, uh, and it actually has like a tutorial mode, which is kind of fun. Uh, that's good. Looked, looks nice. You know, it's Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. The, I think the problem with that game, at least for me, is like, I'm coming at it from a from a base of like no knowledge. Or like, I know right. like Eddie Gordo, and that's about it. and He's not in the game yet. So it'd be nice if like the game said like, hey, here's a good starting character. I mean, I should say no fighting game does this actually. But like, right. I don't know how any of these characters play. At all, like it just says, like, oh, here's a fighting style crane style, or you know, kung fu, or whatever. It's like, that means nothing to me, like, right? I just want it. They should guide, kind of guide you into saying, if you're new to this franchise, new to this game, pick this guy, he's more approachable than some of the others, <laughs> but that's
0: about it. Yeah, and the uh, I hey, but don't that, they they don't have any kind of like rating system of
1: no, like. Beginner, advanced, you know, I mean, no, nothing like that. Yeah, uh, I swear I mean, there was a
0: finding game that used to do that. I don't know which one it is, but I thought there was one that would tell you, "Oh, this is a good." I mean, like, there
1: are. A, I think there are maybe like a few that do that. Like it's usually like beginner, intermediate, and then advanced. Uh, I mean that's just my take on it though. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it looks nice and seems good, <laughs> or seems. That's good. A lot of people are advanced.
0: enjoying it. It seems yeah. like it's getting good press right now. I'm uh, seeing yeah. the fighting game community be excited about it, just like they were Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter right. 6 last year. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to, uh, I guess, a different type of fighting here with uh, Lack of Dragon Infinite. Well,
1: um, yeah.
0: you've played a lot more than I have not played hardly anything since, a lot, since the uh, episode last week. So I'll let you uh, take the lead here. Yeah. Now that you've actually played it yourself, experienced the new stuff and and gone through the Animal Crossing Island and the Sujimon stuff, what do you think of, of the game and compared to the last
1: one? So they improved the battle system, so you, yeah, you can't get knocked out of attacks now, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, I do wish the enemy position or you know, your ally positioning is better. Like it they, they sometimes just go off in like weird random sprints or whatever like mid-battle and it's like no I was trying to get you all close together so I could do a group heal and now yes that's one thing that bugs me halfway across the map you know the the screen I can't do this now thing so yeah I'm in chapter eight have Uh, you run into any issue like I haven't for the most part but I ran into some issues
0: where the guy's right there and it doesn't trigger the knockback attack or the or where he's supposed well, to hit...
1: Sometimes, yeah. like, if it's a bigger guy, that doesn't actually happen. Okay. It, yeah, it, there is, like, a... They don't really sp- spell it out uh, specifically, but there is kind of, like, a weight system in the where, like, you can't knock back, like, a, like a big sumo wrestler guy or, like, a big, brute like, brawler guy. But, like, the smaller enemies, you can do that. And I'm at the point now where, like, I can knock someone... knock an enemy into someone else, and they'll ch- start chain comboing off of them, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So it's like a weird yeah. like pinball thing. So yeah, I did I did the Animal Crossing minigame to completion actually. Like I got a five star resort. Uh, and I did. Uh, what doing do you think about that?
0: Is it is it good for people who so, like I, Animal I, Crossing?
1: It's, I think it's good and bad. The only way it's the the way it's bad is because you can't you can't end it early like the day early. Like you have to like wait for like it to get like to dusk before you can go to bed basically and start the new day. But and every every other way, it's actually better than Animal Crossing because it actually gives you like goals, which yeah. Animal Crossing didn't do. <laughs> the way you build stuff and like plop stuff down is a lot more is better because it's just a grid based system. So it's like, oh, you need a nine by nine square to put down this statue or whatever. It's like, yeah. OK, thanks for that. Because Animal Crossing was a lot more like this. It was more free form, but it also felt like more limiting because sometimes you could want to put something down, but you couldn't. And the game wouldn't right. tell you why. And yeah, you earn money from that thing, which is good. That's actually my my biggest complaint with the game so far, is for a game called Infinite Wealth, you don't have a ton. And yeah, I but game, I think that
0: also is sort of like a, I guess a, a try to overcorrect from the last game where, once you played that business money game, it was yeah. like
1: ridiculous. That's, you know, that was fun. That was that. That was nice. <laughs> I like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Once you got good at that business thing, yeah, you could just break the game economy completely. What's the problem with that? <laughs> I mean, you do get... Uh, I think it's just you have to battle over and over, but
0: you no, don't get money I, from... Yeah.
1: I mean, there are weapons in the game. I mean, you're also in Hawaii now. Right. Uh, there are weapons in the game that cost uh, $140,000. Doing battles get you like 30 bucks. Forget that completely, because you can't you yeah. mean. It's just, yeah, you could battle to get one weapon, but I'm not going to spend 300 300, 300 hours battling just to get one weapon. (laughs) So, yeah, I I did the Pokemon stuff also. I'm in the final battle of that, but I'm now kind of, I I can't progress further because mine are too weak. Yeah. And they're not like the right type or, you know, the right variety, I guess. So I just have to kind of keep hammering away at that or, you know.
0: Does it make you go through that or it's totally
1: optional? Ah, uh, it's pretty optional. Like I think he had to do it like once maybe, uh, but I think it might. I mean, if you don't activate the sub story, you might just be able to com- completely bypass. But yeah, why would you? I mean, it, it's such a non. I mean, you can you can kind of ignore it if you actually want to completely, and then you just have to see the raids kind of popping up. But yeah, I like the new characters. I really like the new. I forget the guy's name, but the uh, the Undertaker guy. Okay the evil yeah. or you know the evil guy or the that one gang guy. Yeah, so I mean what do you think of it?
0: Yeah, I mean I I love it for just the fact of what they updated in the gameplay. That kind of bothered me towards especially when you got to where you had to grind and all that stuff. They made the gameplay and the battles a lot more fun. In this game, uh getting to use your your party members more aside from the thing where you want to heal them and they're all kind of scattered out. But just doing the knockback attacks, and the back attacks, to making them feel more like actually part of the team is is fun, and and getting to like even though it's not always easy to do, getting to line some of them up and hit them all at once with something. Yeah, I, I've and, occasionally had
1: it happen kind of magically, where like right as I do it, the, the enemy moves. So yeah, <laughs> it creates some like or he will situation. knock
0: that whoever your characters will knock them or will move them out of the way. And yeah. it's like, oh, damn it. I wanted him to stand there. <laughs> it's like, Right. Thanks. Um, but no. And I've already explored. Like, I've been stuck with uh, in, I think I'm in chapter three, just doing side stories in Hawaii. Yeah. So I've done, like, the lifeguard one. And there's this one with this so, kid doing a lemonade stand.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I did that. Yep. Yeah. Here's a spoiler. At, at a certain point, I think it's chapter seven, the end of chapter seven your group splits up right okay that makes sense i've where, heard that already yeah okay yeah where uh it's ichiban is still in hawaii basically with the new cast and uh kiryu goes back to japan right and it's like wow this game is like now way bigger than i thought because... yeah because
0: a lot of the game is kiryu basically exploring his past or whatever right
1: yeah so uh, uh, yeah, like you, 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 find these like there are things in the map they called, like remembrances, or you know, mm-hmm. basically like oh, you're now you're thinking about whatever, and then you gain more power that way. <laughs> yeah, the class system is back. I I don't you even had that happen yet. No, I think it's okay. like after
0: chapter five. I think it's.
1: I think yeah, it might be right. Yeah, I've done I've done most of that most of the stuff in this game. Like I've I've done forty chat forty sub stories already. Wow. Uh, yeah, you, you do get money from doing the the Animal Crossing thing, but it's like you have to it like it's like it takes a half hour to get money, mm-hmm. and it's just so slow. So now I'm just like safe coming my way to the uh poker mini game. <laughs> uh, you haven't done but, the crazy taxi, DoorDash. I did. I did like the one time, but I think I'm, yeah. I got like thirty bucks, and I'm like I need. 400,000, or, you know, I need... The real I- the real DoorDash experience. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really like it. Uh Yeah, the Animal Crossing thing took me about a day to get through completely. Like yeah. a day and a half, maybe. Uh, And I built, like, the crappiest island, but I'll- it's funny, because they're like, oh, th- he wants you to be, like, have, like, a na- nice nature resort, and it's like, I just put down every money generating building i can think of because right. i just need yeah. cash so they
0: found a cheap way for you to just okay let's just get through this we're done
1: yeah maybe it's um, like the last starfighter where you know you created it you created a resort now go do it you're not go do it in the real world but yeah i i like it Stories, you know decent so far i like the side stories a lot more though as yeah i mean that's game. pretty typical for the the right. series right
0: the side stories are always so crazy and Either heartfelt or ridiculous, you know. Right. Um, that <laughs> the the lifeguard one with he has you do like three different things, and I'm just like, <laughs> there's no the, yeah. there's one where he has to like literally chase the guy down, and you're pressing buttons to like move away from code. Uh, yeah, that, that's things.
1: that's been a long running staple in those games.
0: It's so, yeah. it's so silly, but I love it. Yeah. Um, and H yeah. mod is just so ridiculous in this game too. It's like they ramped him up to eleven even more than the last game. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: yeah, um, he's trying to confess his love to his friend, and he's such a goober. Yeah. So, oh god.
0: <laughs> but if you think about it, if you were in jail from the you know your prime years all the way to like your forties, you'd be yeah. just as clueless, you know. So. It it actually is is rather endearing in that way. so All right. I appreciate it there. Any anything else before we uh, move on to the news here?
1: I like that a lot of the characters kind of have come back that you know were in the past games as always. Yeah, I don't know it. Yeah. I think the Pokemon stuff it it does work, but it is just like time consuming, and you really need to find like the best you know the best ones you can you can, and it's like It's basically like a gotcha machine, basically as well. So. <laughs> That's always fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that uh that helps there. The um also this game got a forty from Famitsu. So if you haven't seen the incredible scores that already has, uh Famitsu gave it a forty and it's already sold a million copies worldwide. They put out a, a t shirt pack yeah. to commemorate it and everything in the game.
1: So, I think I saw that update it was pulled for me. I don't I, I wouldn't give it a forty, just like I don't know. Have you seen any performance issues with the game? I haven't either, but the fact that it also runs on like PS4, I think it's kind of a given that it's gonna do. Like the, okay. the one that is, one thing I saw, and this happens with every game, is is the karaoke mini game has a weird timing issue where mm. it can't keep the frame rate up for some reason, so it'll have these kind of like weird, weird abrupt jumps. Like usually when it transitions from like the regular singing to like the crazy singing or something, yeah, it's like now the bar. Or now the line kind of just shifted for a second. Now my timing's all screwed up. I had that yeah.
0: up. I had that happen. Uh, I think a few times.
1: Yeah, but, but I was I, still I able I, to get
0: a pretty good score.
1: Well, yeah, I, I actually got. I think this is the first time I've ever I actually got like hundred percent on one of those karaoke things. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, still always fun. Yeah, I like making yeah. friends in the game or like waving to everyone. That's how you become friends. Yeah. The the dating app thing kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, it goes um, all
1: goofy shit.
0: And it's funny the first time you do it, then after that it's kind of like, okay, I'm just going to skip this from that. But yeah, I agree with you on the whole like the other app where you're just saying hi, and then you can go and get them out of dangerous situations or whatever. It kind of makes it feel like it was worth it to befriend them. And uh, yeah. the chick at the bar that apparently you know they uh, they definitely got the southern roots there with her saying like the f word every two right. words or. <laughs> oh yeah, that
1: that was the other funny thing I was gonna say is. This game, it's the most unrealistic depiction of Hawaii and the most realistic depiction of Hawaii. Right, yeah. Because it's unrealistic because like the mall you go to is actually like popular and doing well. Yeah. And it's the most realistic because the second you get off the plane in Hawaii, you get mugged and shot. Or you, you, not shot, but you get mugged and beaten up. I mean, they um, did but- do a good job
0: of like mapping a lot of that out and they are real you know the abc store is actually real store that they have over there in hawaii and uh i saw gene park and michael Hyam and a few others that have you know they spent extensive time in my in in hawaii they were able to like pick out spots that they were actually from that they can you know see in the game so that's really cool and uh yeah i agree with you there and also the the weird thing about well, he's technically speaking Japanese, but everybody is speaking English, and so therefore, like, you have some people speaking like a weird-ass uh, Japanese with an accent or English yeah. with an accent, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is kind of kind of silly, but, you know.
1: Oh, it's just like how they did it in uh, Hunter Red October, you know? <laughs> right. But yeah, I like it. I, I got to finish it soon today. I have a lot of other games to play. So right, yeah, definitely the race to
0: finish it uh, before uh, Rebirth comes out for sure. Um, I didn't get to play any; uh, I played about like thirty minutes of it. I'll wait till Mark's supposed to get the game on Tuesday for Persona 3 Reload. So hopefully, no, next I already week... got it. Oh, you got it already? Okay,
1: I got the digital code. Yeah, but I'm getting uh, the physical co- physical copy next week. Oh, nice. Okay,
0: yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Hopefully, for sure. sure. <laughs> uh, since like, I I'm interested in Helldivers, 2, too, but I'm definitely not going to go buy it. Um, so that 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 I think is the big release for next week. That'd be a good so, that'll yeah. be a good
1: game for uh like me and Jens to play multiplayer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I wonder if you're gonna wind up checking that out or not. Of course, I know that the uh, Kill the Justice League also came out this week, but what a hit that. Um, I feel like that is going to wind up on some type of service rather quickly. We'll see.
1: I, uh, I have a feeling that that'll happen. And, but then it'll be like, Oh, and now we're trading the game down in six months.
0: <laughs> I hope not. I, I don't want to see Rocksteady go down uh, because of negative stuff from that game. I'm just, I'm really worried that that one that will cause the end of Rocksteady If we, if that game doesn't do well. So yeah, Um.
1: we'll, we'll see I, how it goes. <laughs> It, it, for me, it's either it, it, it'll be a shame if Roxy goes down because mm-hmm. of like WB interference or, you know, David Zaslov or whatever going like, and it needs to be a live service game, but they didn't want to make it. If they were forced into it, it'll be a shame. Yeah, but they've said... But they I mean, said but it, it does continue the Arkham game,
0: so they at least let them put that
1: in there. But I think they've said that like, David have said like, oh, this is a game we wanted to make. Right. And it's like, yo, dogs, this isn't the game that no one else wanted you to make, though.
0: Right, but so, if they
1: wanted to make it... Then yeah, they, and then if that's the case, then they deserve to be shut down, or they deserve what they get. <laughs> right, I, but
0: also, I mean, they could have also been uh, incentivized, uh, want to make it, right? All right. Like, um, so, you know, if they, if they gave them a bunch of extra money to be like, hey, can you please uh make this? Uh, I'm, you know and we'll give you extra money for having to spend the time to do something maybe that you're not necessarily wanting right. to do then then sure right um obviously we'll have to see i don't think they would ever publicly come out and be like oh yeah we were forced to make this game uh
1: that that'll happen once uh the studio shuts down and all the yeah <laughs> uh, i mean load. i'm
0: sure most people would sign an NDA, so who knows when we yeah. actually would find that out but yeah let's uh let's move on to the news uh, here um, Some I, Let's just go ahead and discuss this We already talked about a Sega game Sega of America uh, Had to lay off uh, 61 people It officially hasn't happened yet. It's supposed to happen on March 8th Because California has a rule Where you have to give what's called a Warn notice, worker adjustment And retraining notification That lets them know uh, 60 days ahead of time That somebody's going to be uh, Laid off, so due to this we found out That um two separate layoffs of 49 staff and 12 staff will be made uh, as of march 8th and that's about 13 percent of their workforce that are going to be uh let go it kind of sucks to see considering you just released uh especially one that just sold a million copies and i'm sure Persona three reload will do extremely well between game pass and uh selling so yeah, it's just it sucks to see. Sega's been doing really well, and and the fact that they've got to let people go, uh, sign of the times, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, hope everyone I, finds.
1: I, I like to think for putting
0: out two big ass RPGs within a week of each other. I, that we've talked about this. I, I still don't understand why they they had to make this so. Geez, at least give it two weeks or something. Goodness. Right. <laughs> uh, you got the Embracer Group continuing their thing. Which can embrace the group continues to just be the front runner for worst company of the entire year, our uh, entire two years, really. Uh, now they've laid off folks at IDOS Montreal and they've canceled the DOS X game, Deuce X. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Yeah. Um, and it's actually been available for two years. So not sure if they just felt like it wasn't going anywhere or they couldn't afford to continue supporting it or what their reasoning was but i mean this was a studio that did human revolution and mankind divided and and guardians of the galaxy which were mostly well-received games uh, the, the,
1: their first ASX game was good the second one wasn't and yeah. i mean it was still fine but it wasn't like it didn't wasn't like popular or anything like that unfortunately right uh it sucks i i think someone said on that i saw like the only reason the studio is still around is because they had that contract work with, with uh fable. Maybe. And I, was like, yeah, uh, I mean, it
0: was good to find out that uh, was it the former volition studios guys. They made their own studio and are now working with, um, with an exile on clockwork revolution. Yeah. So that's good that those folks are able to find work. Yep. Um, but yeah, this sucks. Uh, there was, there's, there's more stuff. I don't, I don't think we need to really get into, but, like, the Devolver Digital CEO stepped down. They laid off. They had a studio get layoffs as well this week, so it continues, the um, the bad stuff. Uh, also, there's been two or three games that have been delisted delisted suddenly from Steam, and then uh, Spec Ops Line just got delisted from everything suddenly. Uh, that is a great game. Uh, unfortunately, it sucks that you won't be able to. I, I don't know if it's it's officially been delisted now, right? You cannot go buy it. Yeah, now. but I mean,
1: okay. Yeah, I, there are keys floating around still. Like if you want to go to like G G2, two G two A or something like that, you probably could. Um, yeah,
0: and they they stopped making it physically like a few years ago on purpose so that they could just, I guess, do this. I don't, I don't know why they can't just give you some kind of notice to say hey
1: in like a month
0: this game's going to go offline when when it's a
1: good company they tend to do that but sometimes they don't (laughs) it's
0: like i don't know Um, why 2k was so i mean i get it you're going to get backlash right but you're going to get backlash regardless if you're determined that because of licensing fees you can't keep this game going then just say that but give everybody time to go
1: take advantage of one of those sales and
0: buy the game right you know i I I don't get it
1: there are plenty of, if you want to play that game. It'll be on the console. There are plenty of copies of that game floating around. So right, but I'm sure it's
0: going to be super expensive now to buy. Uh, Kyle was talking about you know Kyle Simcox. Uh, we've had him on here a few times. Uh, does right. work with Outer Haven? He uh, he was talking about he had to buy a copy for seventy bucks, like not too long ago, like after they yeah. stopped making it physically. So you know it, it sucks. You got to buy stuff at markup because the the publisher couldn't go out and tell you beforehand hey this is a licensing issue we can't do anything uh, about it and hey
1: i'm looking at ebay prices now the ps3 version is 15 bucks okay the, the xbox version is 15 bucks <laughs> you know for complete we'll see copies. how
0: quickly it takes for that for people to get wind
1: no so- I, I don't think so i mean because also it's an old game it's i mean right. it's not like and it's not like some like very limited print run game or anything. That game. Sold so, yeah. Another
0: surprising one is uh, Capcom still hasn't responded about this about why exactly. But uh, Devil May Cry 3 and 4 special editions are not out for sale on Steam anymore, they've been delisted. The May Cry 3 HD is still available as part of the Devil May Cry collection, but you can't buy it separately anymore, at least on Steam. No word about why this was done. And it's just weird. Like I don't I don't know why. Again, I get it, you're gonna get backlash, but don't see why you couldn't tell people why, unless it's a mistake or it's just a very short thing and it's gonna be put back on again.
1: Yeah, they've occasionally the yeah. taken stuff off, not Capcom specifically, but if like big games have been taken off Steam for reasons and then never put been put back on. I think Square did that with like some some semi popular, uh, yeah, I was, I think it was Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, right? Uh, they're like, Oh, we're gonna do something with it, and then nothing ever happened, <laughs> right? And it's like, uh, Okay, <laughs> I just hate seeing that,
0: it's it sucks. Like, it's uh, the other story that we have kind of connected to this also is that European retailers, uh, some European retailers are no longer stocking Xbox games because the, the physical games don't sell that well for Xbox. Uh, not to mention Xbox is already deciding that, you know, Hellblade 2 is not even going to have a physical version. They already have a lot of their games come out and they don't, not a lot, um, their first party stuff, they release it without the disc or they release it where the disc is basically just a DRM thing. It's not even the game. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it just, I think it's uh, something that we need to keep monitoring because it feels like we're we're going that way, especially when the next the Xbox Series Pro version or whatever it is that they're doing, uh, both of those are supposed to be digital only. So when the company itself is already going in that direction, right. Uh, it feels like the inevitable is about to happen. Where uh if you look at stores everywhere, you know, I was just in Walmart today. The physical stuff in there is getting smaller and smaller every time I look at it. Um yeah. at least the games. So yeah. Um, I, I I'm not a physical. I have you know games back there from the 360 and Xbox games on that little shelf that's in, in uh, behind me. But I don't really buy anything new that physical.
1: Right. But
0: that's my choice. I hate seeing that for everybody that does like to have things physical and and can't you know. So, uh, well we'll, like,
1: we'll see. You know, a, after we're done, uh, like later on today, I'm going to go to Best Buy and pick up Persona 5 Tactica on like a physical copy. And here's why I'm getting it, because PSN has it for 60 bucks digitally, or Best Buy has it for 20 And yep. it's a tough call, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. They want to be able to control the prices at all times. Once there's no physical versions of a game available, they yeah. really don't have an incentive to put something on sale. And if they do, they can do what they love to do now, which is oh, we're going to discount the one that was already super expensive and then we're going to keep the standard one uh, at the same price that it is so you'll go buy the deluxe edition, we get more money, but you're not really getting a sale. Right. And yeah, it's just, it doesn't really, it's it's very anti-consumer. Um, I hate to see this and, and look, this is just going to keep happening because unfortunately, uh, may, so many people have moved out of convenience to, to digital only and that is the predominant Way of consuming pretty much everything now, and yeah. that's what stores are going to keep doing. They're going to put stuff that will actually sell in those sections instead of filling it up with things that don't. Uh, don't know yeah. if this will help or hinder the physical game debate or not, but there is a rumor going around from a hardware leaker Moore's Law is dead. This guy is not foolproof, by the way. Uh, it's not like the Biblicoon guy, which pretty much almost every time he comes out and says something, it pretty much happens. Uh, this guy's been wrong before. So let's put a, this is a major, major rumor um, that supposedly Sony PlayStation is working on their own AMD, uh, like, you know, AMD is working on its uh, their own like APU device that will eventually be supporting a... PlayStation Vita 2 or non-remote play enabled device that would be able to play at least PlayStation 4 games if not eventually PlayStation 5 games but not maybe all the PlayStation 5 games it's whichever ones receive a patch I guess uh kind of like how things have to be made Steam Deck verified or whatever if you want to play it on Steam Deck at least right. uh without having to tinker with it and yeah, um, there's not really much about specs or anything of like what it'd be able to do, but supposedly it's two years out from even like maybe being out, and there's a lot of talk about this is more to work with the PlayStation 6 than it is the PlayStation 5. So any thoughts on this? Like, do you think it will happen or it's just like a this is like wishful thinking? I what
1: you-, wishful thinking you know. That, you know, the PlayStation, whatever, portal, I guess, that's a pretty low cost device because it's basically just right. a tablet, uh, like a bastardized tablet with the form factor you know, the controllers built into it. But for this, this thing to actually, like, do well, that's expensive. And also, like, this this would be, like, their third attempt at making a, con- a handheld console, basically. And it's like, well, the first one did okay, but the second was kind of a disaster. So you Mm -hmm. really want to try a third time. (laughs) And it's
0: also about support, right? Like, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to tone down the graphics and make it uh, as close to a PlayStation five portable as possible? Because you cannot, there's not graphical power enough to have a PlayStation five portable, unless you want to pay like $800 for the thing. Then it's not, it's not worth it for you to, to buy that. Um, So like, are we just going to get okay? This could play PS4 games, and then oh, there'll be certain PS5 games that work, but they gotta do a patch so that it works fine. The, where this is all again, this is based off of uh rumors, but I mean, I don't know. I just don't see how, unless it's really just a PlayStation Vita 2 where you're gonna do remote play of your PS5 games that you have on the big PS5, and then maybe they're gonna make versions that work on this perhaps but like this is kind of sell well in order for those publishers to want to do that in the first place
1: right yeah it won't so or not not what they needed to at least
0: like but i i was uh you know listening to a few folks uh today and yesterday um uh, i think mike Minotti was talking about on the game mess podcast that it feels like yeah he was saying that you know with their prevalence of the PC handhelds and the Switch and Switch 2 and that you know even uh, supposedly Jez Corden over at Windows Central was saying that Xbox is also looking at something like this too could this be like the next trend where they're once again following Nintendo and they're going to try to eventually make this like the new system where oh well okay here's your system you're going to dock it on the TV and Instead, and you always have the option to be portable instead of having the thing where you're stuck to the, bot, to the TV.
1: No, because I think Sony and Microsoft care about graphics.
0: Right. No, I agree with you. But I mean, couldn't they have, let's say we're going to have a more powerful handheld, but it has graphics that you can then dock it and you'll have the yeah, same graphics
1: but, that you have. Yeah. That handheld would cost $2,000 though. I mean, you, could, you know, yeah, they, it's always going to be limiting. I mean, they, they can't. Even like you know, the Apple 5 Max or whatever, it's like, yeah, it can technically run Death Stranding or Resident Evil Village, but not like to the same fidelity as you know, my PlayStation 4 or 5. Right. So, yeah, you're never gonna get that, at least not with the technology we have for the next 20 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, with as much as I think we're starting to see more people actually gravitate towards PC. Yeah, Um, That I can see them Maybe wanting to catch a trend And go in this direction But I think it's more of a This is another option It's another like Oh if you want to have your console That's also a handheld Here's this But we're not going to stop making the PS5 Or the PS6 or whatever It's just another skew That we have So maybe instead of the Instead of the one that comes with the disk drive we're going to release the digital where you can buy the disc drive if you want. And then here's your other SKU, which is a, you know, this switch type device. Here's Maybe. the
1: crappy version. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like, if you don't care that much about graphics or you just want to have a thing that you can hold in your hand and you can also put on the TV when you want uh, go ahead. Now, I don't know how many light years ahead Nintendo will be by that point on this thing. I really don't know what else you can do with these docs and whatnot to really make it that much better. But I mean, it just it's 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 not gonna be like, oh, stick a PlayStation 5 and put a screen on it. It's that's not gonna happen. Uh the battery right. life will last 10 seconds. Yeah. So like yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if this even happens for one, and then because you know sometimes people put out ideas, right? And then when you finally get to the stage where we're starting to really think about, okay, how do we make this happen? They go, oh, you know what, we can't. Or it's not feasible, or it doesn't work money-wise. Like, we can't think of a price right, yeah. where this works out for us. So, yeah, I, let's see. Let's see. It would be really cool if we got something like this. But I, I'm not going to just, like, totally say, oh, yeah, definitely. In two years, we're seeing this happen, and and, and that's it, you know. Uh, yeah. So I think, again, keep your, keep, you know, be excited for this if you're excited for it. But keep your expectations on the lower end. As far as, like, is this actually going to happen or not? um, Yeah. Is is what I would think on there. Um, Just some, I guess, uh, smaller things. Uh, Square Enix was, uh, Yoshinori Katase was asked, uh, because, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, there's so many folks that are within Square Enix that would love to see a Final Fantasy VI remake. And Katase answered that and said, oh, yeah. We could do that, but, you know, it would take 20 years. If it's taken us 10 years to do Final Fantasy VII Remake, imagine us doing uh, Final Fantasy VI Remake where we're taking 2D sprites and then reimagining the entire story uh, with today's graphics. He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um,
1: I don't right, think that even... we need to
0: have a game that would take 20 years to make, but...
1: I like a Star not... Citizen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not gonna lie i would it'd be awesome if we could get a final fantasy 6 remake but i would also be down with like an hd2d final fantasy 6 so. i mean
1: here's the thing is they don't need to have the graphical fidelity that 7 remake has you know they could they could scale back if they want to do still make it fine i don't know about six a story so they also wouldn't need to like reimagine it necessarily like they're doing you know Remake right, but I think history.
0: what he was talking about was there's so many characters, right? So there's so many, many more story moments that you have to include in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and how do you, are you making it three parts again? So like, where do you extend it and cut it off? I don't, and,
1: I don't think you so. Know. You know, you just have to make it one game. Because, I mean, seven seventh works well with that because there are pretty decent breakpoints in that story, you know? Right. I mean, it came on three damn discs. So, and they're not following that exactly, but still, like, that kind of says it right there.
0: (laughs) I mean, but but if you had to do that with Final Fantasy VI, I think that would kind of happen the same way if you're doing the same graphics, right? But like you said, but would Square Enix really want to do that? Would they, like, really go, okay, well, here's a better version that has, like, PS2 graphics of Final Fantasy Would people really be okay with that? Like, it's...
1: I feel Didn't, like there's a line between... Final Fantasy VI is the Terra one. Right, yeah. Yeah, people would be, like, go ape shit over that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just... I don't know. It, I wonder if, if uh, Square Enix would really take the time to go, okay, let's remake all these Super Nintendo ones, but we're going to do them in like the next version of the graphics, but not the PS5 you know, graphics. Square,
1: or, Square Enix should just contract it to Capcom and have them do it instead.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting on your the Final Fantasy 9 remake where, you know, we keep having all I mean, these, these you know, people Parasite, promoting it. They can,
1: yeah, they gotta start remaking the PS1 stuff like Parasite and Vagrant Story, then they go back earlier.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, Final Fantasy 9 is also PS1 as well, but
1: I mean like they... No, I, I know that, but I mean like as opposed to Final Fantasy <laughs> 6. Yeah,
0: I, I mean like, Final Fantasy 9 has been cooperated by like Jeff Grubb and gimatsu and so many other people, so it's like, it feels like when are we going to announce this? Are we just waiting till after Rebirth and after the 16 DLC? Like when there's nothing Final Fantasy, and then we're gonna throw this out there, or or I mean, you and know.
1: in, in Final Fantasy, it gets left in the dust where it belongs.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. It, it'd be kind of weird though if you're gonna do seven and nine and then just like not do eight at all. But uh, there's rumors that they're doing a ten remake, so.
1: Who knows? No.
0: <laughs> at this point, um, I wouldn't put it past them, honestly, if they are doing a ten, uh, remake. Quite frankly, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, beyond that, um, they uh, IGN got an exclusive on the that PDP Rock Band Four Fortnite Festival guitar. Uh, it's like a four-minute review. It, it's really good. Uh, go check it out. But the battery life is like thirty-six hours for this thing, which that's great because uh, beforehand you have to use batteries, and man, that thing would churn through batteries even faster than your Xbox controller. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't work for Fortnite Festival out of the box. It only works for Rockman 4 out of the box. It'll eventually work for Fortnite Festival whenever it comes out. Right, and then uh, they are making it workable with PS4 and PS5, and then Series X and Xbox One. And also, it's really cool because you could take out the faceplate and put the little dongle that looks like a USB stick. Inside it and then put the faceplate back on so you don't lose it if you take it to friends' house or uh, whatever. So, actually, a good thought there from the PDP folks on that. And then also, you can add I'm assuming they're gonna have custom faceplates and things, like right? That eventually. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm just interested to see what the price is because I might actually think about picking this up. Uh, so probably 150 200. I hope not. <laughs> I hope it's like 100 or less, but. Uh we'll see. Um and then remember obviously the uh Wapam 4 DLC ended. So you can go pick up the last like five songs that they released in the last two weeks, which are all actually really good. So uh go check them out, I guess. Um hey, speaking of checking stuff out, you're gonna check out the Skull and Bones open beta February nope. 8th to the
1: 11th. Oh no, want to
0: you don't mm-hmm. wanna go uh you know, make your ship and do all this. Uh, well, it's
1: a it's a beta it's a, also, so it won't like yeah. carry over. Uh, well, apparently uh, it is going to carry over. Um, yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, the beta will support cross progression and cross play. Progression will be capped at the rank of brigand, which is tier six, and rank one, and will carry over to the full game releasing on February sixteenth, so a week afterwards. Did,
1: did you see that Suicide Squad thing when the game launched or it got in? It was an you know. Early access,
0: which one? There's like a million. Oh, the one where it uh beat the game for you when you launched it. Yeah,
1: movie.
0: yep. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Thankfully, they fixed exactly. that really quickly. Yep. <laughs> um, I don't get the people that are getting mad at the fact that a Batman gets you know what happens to Batman in that game. Like, dude, the game is called Kill the Justice League, right? Like, I, I don't know what you guys expected was going to happen in that game, but.
1: I think they expected he'd be incapacitated and he'd have, like, a, he'd be broken, you know, his the brain X control be broken or something like that, you know?
0: Yeah, but it's it's still, like, just crazy to me that, I don't know what they were expecting on that, but still. It, it's going to be interesting to see what, what that is, what that's like, what legs that game has, let's see. But hey, if you weren't, if you don't want to play that Skull and Bones demo, there is a demo for a game that also releases the same day, Mario versus Donkey Kong. You can go play that on your Switch. The first four levels are available, and you can play two player mode. And yeah, so I might, I might try this out. Not that I need yeah. to have another game to go right. pick up in this month, but definitely at least go try it out, you know, um, just to see if it's if it's good because I like Mario games. Yeah. No interest on your end at all? or?
1: Uh, not really. I I looked okay, but I'm just not... I mean, it's like a puzzle game, not a platformer, so... Right. I might be okay.
0: <laughs> also, Pal World sold, like, 19... Has 19 million players and 12 million on Steam, 7 million on Xbox with Game Pass. And yeah. Xbox has already made promises they're going to keep improving the game. They already released a patch, I think, today. So... What do you know? Game is popular, and then all of a sudden, Xbox right. really wants to go support the thing. So, uh, also the next fest, the Steam Next Fest thing, is going on right now. So, you want uh, new games to go try out on your PC? Go do it. Yeah. But if you're looking at the games that are coming out this week, uh, upcoming, uh, we already talked about Persona 3 Reload is out right now. You can go play that. Uh, you can go play it on Game Pass. That's how I'm playing it. Um, the Grand Blue Fantasy Reblank is technically came out today officially. Uh, that Jujutsu Kaisen Curse Class uh, fighting game also came out today. That's out on everything. Um, that Alyssa game, which is like a PS1 throwback to like, you know, Resident Evil Silent Hill, right. uh, comes out on consoles on the 6th. That game looks really cool.
1: Oh, for all the uh, Silent Hill 2 people getting all butthurt about the, the remake, they can play that instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and then also Foam Stars comes out on the sixth as well, so I I'm definitely gonna it, not Helldivers Divers two, but I'll be playing that. Right, and you know have some have some thoughts on it. I want to try it out at least uh, with all the the good press that it's got. And then of course, Helldivers Divers two will be out by the time we do the show uh, next week. So, you know, if you why not put it playing it? Let me know because I like the first hole divers. I just there's just way too much stuff coming. <laughs> right yeah. Now. Um but yeah, it this is gonna be an interesting month. There's a lot. A lot coming. Right. So yeah. um yeah, uh anything else you wanna talk about, Mark, Before we get out of here? No,
1: I'm good. Yeah. I okay. really like to do this Um
0: hopefully everybody uh that, watch live or watch later thank you so much go hit uh like subscribe follow um wherever it is that you watch it whether it's twitch youtube all that um you can go listen on podcasts give us a subscribe review there on the podcast as well let us know what you think and we'll see y'all uh next week later later everybody